0: The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has a 100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a 100% instant deposit match at thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to, start, to get started today we brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app and enter the free Super Bowl props contest for your chance to win $100,000. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is currently Friday, February 11th, 1146 Central Time, 1246 on the East Coast. And I know it's the week of the big game, but I promised our listeners that we are still going to be grinding out the NBA season whether it's side and total, but you guys know how we do it on the PropCast. It's all about the player props. Got a six-game schedule here tonight in the NBA and, and joining me to break down all the player props, as he usually does on Friday on the PropCast. My main man, Will Rivera. Will, how you feeling this uh, Friday afternoon, Buzz? Uh, is your head spinning like mine is with all the gambling content and everything happening this week?
1: Everything, man. Everything is crazy, especially like yesterday, man. Yesterday, definitely the trade deadline went down, went out with a bang. So we definitely got to touch on some of that, man. Well, some some good moves, um, and some other questionable moves, man. I think that we're, we're um, you know, we're on board with a couple of them. So we're gonna see what's going on with that, man. How's everything with you?
0: Is it's? I'm trying to keep my head above water because I don't know how many pods I've already done this week with the uh, uh, with the uh, uh, big game going off on Sunday. And like I said, you know, I promised that we were we're gonna continue. I don't care if it's uh, Super Bowl week, we're gonna continue doing the NBA pods and prop casts as well. But yeah, it's been a it's been a fun two weeks, man, building up to the big game. And you know, we've been grinding out the prop cast with the player props. With you know, we had two very special guests on. Uh we had Errol Epstein on last week with myself and Dan uh, and regular friend of the show, Minty, uh, this week to talk about Super Bowl player props and then you know, John who does the Monday show with me for the NBA props. We have to reschedule a little bit. Uh, we did it yesterday. Me and Scott held it down on Wednesday. And we and you and me as usual on Friday. So, you know, it's a grind, man. But you know, we gotta sit here and talk about sports and hopefully spit out some more winners to to our listeners, man.
1: Got you, man. Yeah, definitely spit out some winners, man, before that Sunday, Sunday game, which is gonna be a good one, man. I'm I'm still I'm stuck. I'm still stuck, man. I don't know who I who I like in that game. I think yeah. it could go up um pretty much like the last quarter which is going to be good you know like the last couple of super bowls haven't been um that enjoyable to watch yep. but i think this one could be uh, this one's going to be pretty much uh, even so yeah. it's, it's going to be a good one but
0: I'm going to get your official prediction by the end of the show. So you better make up your mind. Cause I've been asking all of my, <laughs> my, my guests and my co-hosts on the, uh, on the, on the pot, on the pods and episodes to, to give me a prediction. So, um, you, I'm going to hold you to it. Hold on, make up your mind by the end of the end of the show here today, but <laughs> Um, yeah, I like, you, I'm
1: going to definitely
0: narrow it down. <laughs> All right. uh Will, you know, you mentioned that, you know, we, we talked about this on the, we did a special bonus pod this morning, uh, for the NBA gambling podcast, so just a reaction show. We went in depth, but, you know, briefly want to touch on, you know, you mentioned some questionable moves, obviously the big trade with Harden, um, and Ben Simmons with the Sixers and the Nets, but you, you know, you just mentioned some of the questionable trades, uh, and I'm very curious to know. You know, Scott brought it up uh, on the pod this morning. Terrell brought his up. I'm curious to see which one you thought was the biggest head scratcher trade that happened yesterday in the NBA for you.
1: The, the one, the, the one that really didn't make any sense to me yesterday, and I, I, this is probably like the, the biggest one is the, is the James Harden now. Um, apparently, he wanted out of Brooklyn. Yeah. Right. Um so you know if somebody doesn't want to be there, I'm off for them, you know, getting rid of him. But I think not even yesterday, but I mean more so uh, more so a couple of days ago, we're actually on last week, Norman Powell, right? Yeah. So first of all, we got to go back a couple of teams ago. We gotta go back to when he was with when he was with the um the the Raptors, the um the Raptors, right? Yeah. I don't know why the Raptors traded him in the first place to to, to Portland and then now he's in, you know, in Portland trading him now to to the Clippers. But he's home, right? Um, I remember mm-hmm. him way back when he was at UCLA balling out there. So yeah. he's home. He's doing his thing. Um, Yesterday, he played his third game. Um, And I was kind of upset because the first two games, you know, these books are smart, man. They didn't have any any player props on them. So they, they were smart. They know what's going on. But yeah. yeah, that was... I think that the Norman Powell, out of all, all the trades that have gone on during this uh, the free agency mm-hmm. and the NBA, that's the biggest one to me.
0: Yeah, I think that... Uh, <sighs> the Raptors made the move for Gary Trent Jr. And I mean, that that trade for them has paid dividends because Gary Trent has been an absolute flamethrower for the Toronto Raptors. So I'm not upset too much about that move, but I think there was going to come to a point for Portland where they were probably going to have to move on from Norman Powell. And it just kind of seemed like when you were watching and if you were watching any of the Blazers games, um, the body language right now for this season, at least for the Blazers, just wasn't there. And I think that, for the, for the Clippers, this gave them an opportunity to bring a guy like Norman Powell home. And I think it was a great move for the Clippers because it gives them some great depth now at that, at that not only the bench, but at that shooting position, right? When you had like two superstars on your team, like a guy like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, when and if they do come back this season, you always need to surround them with shooters. And I think Clippers have done an absolutely fantastic job of that by getting Norman Powell Um, and he's a guy that can also create his own shot, right? He can get to the basket at will for, you know, for the Raptors. I think they're going to be okay. I mean, they got Scotty Barnes, they got Gary Trent Jr. The biggest question of all this is what's not going to happen with Portland, right? Because now CJ McCollum got traded to the Pelicans. Um, Damian Lillard is still on the roster, but they've, they've added some draft capital. They're going to have some cap flexibility once the season is over, um, I know we're kind of all over the place, but kind of tying it back to the Portland Troubles as well. I want to ask you this is, do you think that Damian Lillard is going to be on this roster come next season, or is it kind of going to be for him to wait and see what type of talent or what type of star power they acquired to partner with Damian Lillard in Portland? Is it, is he gone or is it, no, let's see what, who they can bring in for me to partner up with.
1: So that's a good point. But listen, there's a couple of things, you know, if, if there's any indication, you know, the Portland after the trade, they did end up beating the Lakers, right? Yeah. So maybe they're on the right
0: track, right? I but mean, who's not beating the Lakers, they, Lakers right now? Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? They, they yeah. did end up beating the Lakers. But no, in all seriousness, um. And we know that Dame's pretty much been singing the same song since he's been in the league, and they've asked him the question. He's all about that loyalty, right, and about yeah. being um, being with that team and winning a championship there. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, pretty much doing it the old-fashioned way, right, as opposed to um, getting all these stars to come in and 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 or ring chasing.
0: Yeah,
1: but. With that recent movement, I think it's time. I think it's time that he goes uh, you know, and, and finds himself another team because I don't think or I wouldn't, I wouldn't be okay with him to be in rebuilding mode. Now, I wouldn't mind him coming over to the Knicks. You know, we do need a point guard. Um, so I wouldn't mind him coming over to to, to the Mecca and um, you know, getting in a couple years there. But I think it's time that uh, that Dame does go. Mm-hmm. I don't think he will because he's always been the guy to talk about. Pretty much um, being loyal and then winning a winning a championship the old fashioned way and pretty much building it from there from the ground up. So um, I don't think he will, but I think he should. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, um, you know, it sometimes it's just come to a point. Like you know, Dame has been him and Bradley Beal. I think have been the two most loyal guys uh, for their respective teams over the course of I don't know how many years. Obviously, pretty much the entire time they've been there since Damon Lillard. Well, you know, has been with the Clippers. Same thing with Bradley Beal. Like those two players have been loyal to their organization, but at a point it comes to a a point in your career where you kind of have to make that decision. Hey, do I just want to collect the bag, collect my paycheck and be like, you know, I'm not going to win a championship and just, you know, secure my future and future generations by collecting money. Or do I want to go out to another organization partner up or team up with uh, another superstar and try to go out and win another championship as well. That money is always going to be there with Damian Lillard. Like teams are going to pay him no matter what. Um, But the point uh, he's going to have to make that decision on what he wants to do, but it's going to be interesting to see, like you said, um, teams like the New York Knicks that need a point guard and there's other teams, you know, we could throw in the Lakers at the end of the season and see what happens if they want to go out and try to get Damian Lillard paired up with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, because the, even before they made the trade for Russell Westbrook did the Lakers, that was going to be an epic fail from the beginning. We kind of knew that, right? And we're kind of starting to see that spiral now as they are four games below 500, all the Lakers. And, you know, in that kind of that play in tournament. So um, any other trades, um, you know, I'll get your thoughts on the James Harden and the Ben Simmons trade. but any other trades outside of that one that maybe kind of you think was a good move or maybe another head scratcher for you?
1: One that I did think it was a good move. Um, I think the uh, the trade. So the, I got two of them. Okay. Uh, bonus going over to to Sacramento. I think that was a great, great trade. Yeah. That's going to be that's going to be good for them, especially if he if he ends up there, you know, next season, and they could pretty much just start from scratch. Yeah. But the best one, and I think that this is going to really um, improve this team, and also they they may become an issue in the uh, in the playoffs. And that's Derek White going to Boston. Yeah, I love that move. Derek White going to um, Boston, man, it's just ridiculous, right? Because I think he should take over the starting role over Marcus Smart. But even if he doesn't, I mean, you still have like a very, very good point guard coming off the bench. You know, that could still not only um, create his own shot, but then also defend, right? Yeah. So th- the combination of uh, uh, Tatum, Jalen Brown, and then also... Derek White, that's going to be that's going to be that's going to be something to to really like watch out for in the uh, in in the East. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm not really sold on the whole Ben Simmons thing. He hasn't played all year. I know that he's pretty much a, a bucket anyway, but but still, it's just um, th- there's a lot of uh, other uh, issues going on out there in Brooklyn. So, um, I'm on a I'm, I'm on a way to see with that situation.
0: Yeah, definitely for um. The the Boston move with Derek White, I think that's a big pickup for them, especially a guy that can come in and command your offense because they really didn't have that guy. I mean, Marcus Smart is kind of this hybrid guy where, you know, he can score the basketball, he can shoot the three-point shot, but he, I think he's more important on the defensive side of the basketball for you. But now you bring in Derek White, I think it was a big pickup for the Boston Celtics as a guy that can run your offense. Now it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if they are going to start Derek White or bring him off the bench. Obviously, Dennis, Dennis Schroeder now got traded to the Houston Rockets. I'm anticipating that he's going to get bought out from them, but I think that there's some cost saving moves and another trade that they'd also made to the Boston Celtic with bubble and uh, PJ Dozier also being shipped out to Orlando. So they saved some money here. They did get Daniel Tice back to, you know, give him some flexibility uh, and some rim protection as well. Um, But yeah, I love this Derek White, you know, trade, you know, I've been watching the Spurs a lot because, you know, I've been on a lot of their games, whether it's been an over or, or uh, player props with DeJounte Murray, but this Derek White move, I really do like it for the Boston Celtics. And, and, you know, obviously it cost him Josh Richardson, who was looking pretty good for them as well. But again, I think that Derek White, it's going to be really fun to watch this Boston squad trying to, they're getting better and better every single game. They got off to a slow start during the year, uh, but, you know, they've kind of turned the corner here for um, their head coach um Udoka, and now they're looking like you know a team that you know can possibly sneak in uh to that top 4 top 5 seed and then you know maybe cause some noise in the uh eastern conference there but uh obviously the big trade yesterday will between the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers James Harding the guy's a quitter I'll say that because when things are not going his way and I saw this when he was in Houston that If things are starting to go south a little bit, he's going to, you know, just kind of fold it up and, and, you know, force his way out. He did that in Houston. Now he's done that in Brooklyn. He heads over to Philadelphia. And I think the end game when they got Daryl Morey on board in Philly was to get James Harden into Philadelphia as a member of the Philadelphia 76ers. Now that's kind of happened, but let's just say shit starts going south again. Well, What's going to happen with James Harden? Is he going to demand another trade to get out of there? But your initial reaction overall of the trade, now we see Ben Simmons headed to Brooklyn with James Harden now in Philly. What are your kind of thoughts for these, both of these teams and how this trade kind of went down yesterday in the NBA?
1: You know, to be honest with you, I think it's a win-win situation with, um, with both teams because now you have each player in Ben Simmons and uh, James Harden, they're, you know, quote-unquote happy. Now, right, for the time being, at least, yeah. and we'll see how how that dynamic works when when k d comes back, we know that uh you know Ben Simmons has no interest whatsoever in shooting any jump shots, sure. so you know it's gonna leave some uh, some open shots out there for not only KD, but also Kyrie, which could also um you know be be an issue in the perimeter and then with, with harden um you know you you made a lot of good points, but you but I think one of the things that people really really have to focus on is that contract that he signed with Adidas, right? Because he's getting paid, right? He's, I mean, that contract that he signed with them is ridiculous. So now he could pretty much, he's in control of his own destiny. He could call whatever shots he wants. And that money that he's making, playing in the NBA is not going to be as big as the, as the sneaker contract that he signed. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, you got to take that into account. But like you said, I think that him having that relationship with Maury back home um, dating back to his uh, days in Houston mm-hmm. is a, is a big thing. And, and, and I think that it's going to be good. Um, man, that's, that's, that's gonna That's going to be a, a good team to watch though. Right. I mean, you got Embiid, you got Tobias Harris, um, Maxie was doing his thing, but I think he might take a step back, right. And, um, go to the bench and then, uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, you know, you still got, you still got green out there, but, um, We'll see. It's, it's all going to be about. I think after the All Star break, once we get a couple of games in, uh, we'll be we'll be able to tell which team pretty much won that trade. But right now, I think it's pretty much even.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, what you mentioned there, uh, Will, that I, and even Kevin Durant said this yesterday on the um, the draft that they did for the All Star game yeah. that everybody got what they wanted. And I know he's probably taking a little shot at uh, James Harden there that he wanted to go to Philly. That was the end game there. But um, I think it makes both teams better because right now, number one, it'll take a pressure off of uh, Joel to having to be the, that guy every single night. You had a guy like James Harden, who's a who's, guy's a bucket. We know that. I've seen that in Houston all throughout his career when he won the MVP with Houston. You know, he was dropping automatic 30 points every single night. Um, as well as now with Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons now doesn't have to be the guy in Brooklyn. He doesn't have to be that second guy that they were relying on with the with the Philadelphia Seventy Six. You have, you know, Kevin Durant, obviously one of the best players in the league. The whole Kyrie situation with the vaccination that right now he's only allowed to play in road games. But I think Scott brought up a great point: is that there's states that are startingly slowly lift, you know, mandates about we're having to wear masks and things like that. So maybe by the time we get to the playoffs that New York may lift or kind of loosen up the, the vaccination and the mask mandate where it'll allow Kyrie Irving to play in games. So when you have true prolific scorers like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, your job now as Ben Simmons is to facilitate to those guys play defense, rebound, and you don't have to worry about shooting the ball. So I think that it's a perfect marriage between those three guys and ha- what the vision might be now for the Mets going forward when you have those two dynamic scores on your team.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you say that because just a couple of days ago, um, New York did lift the uh, the mandate, um, but that was um, pretty much like statewide. I think New York City is a little bit different. They're doing like, their own thing nine down there, so we'll see – um, yeah, well, well, the five boroughs, right? Uh, okay, Manhattan, um, okay. Bronx, Brooklyn, queenstown and Island. So we'll see, we'll see what happens out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, um if, if that if that occurs, then Kyrie pretty much won. You know, he pretty much bet on himself and he and, and he he made he made a smart bet if that happened. So a couple weeks away from uh, from, from all star from all-star break, uh, mm-hmm. or next week's all-star break. And then yeah, you know, after week. that we'll see if uh, if they go ahead and lift it. Um, permanently throughout the uh, the entire city of New York, and he's able to play in home games. And if that's if that's the case, and also with uh KD due back to be back at, at the beginning of March, that's going to be that's going to um, you know bode well for those guys heading into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. Um, I, I think that you know a lot of times people talk about winners and losers of trades, but I think that Denver, I'm sorry, uh, sorry Brooklyn, definitely won uh, this trade. Not only were they able to get some much needed shooting or more depth. Let me say that uh, correct myself, but they got more depth with Andre Drummond and Seth Curry. Uh, But I also got two first round uh, picks in, in that, in this deal as well. So, you know, a guy like Daryl Morey, um, the guy that, you know, he's always looking to acquire draft capital in any trade. Now that he had to part with two first round picks, for 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 him to get his guy in James Harden, I think tells a lot. So I think, at least for the future standpoint, that let's just say you know things don't work out for Ben Simmons in Brooklyn, that even if that seeing this guy on the court and he's at least halfway decent, Brooklyn could always go out and, and try to flip him as well, and they maybe go out and get another player paired with the two first round picks that they got from Philly. So I think yeah, like you mentioned, everything everybody got what they wanted. I think both teams uh, improved in this trade. And now we can just go out and play basketball as we head into the all-star break next week uh, in the NBA. Will, anything else you want to touch on uh, that you saw maybe outside of the trade deadline or on the trade deadline or maybe, you know, anything else around the league?
1: Man, I just uh, you know some good games this uh, this week. You know some good games this week. Uh, again, I think uh, and, and I touched on it before. Norman Powell. That's going to be somebody that's going to definitely be on my radar. Um, you know, just uh moving forward in, in the playoff prop world, though. So last night, like I said, the first game out of the um his three games that he's played out there for the for the Clippers. Um, and and he was able to hit his uh points, rebounds, and assists was at twenty, um 20 and a half, So it was yeah. a, it was a good it was a good night.
0: Yeah, 100%. All right, let's put a bow on that talk. Uh, let's take a quick break here, bud. We'll come back and then we'll dive into the player props for the Friday night schedule here in the NBA. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Louisiana, and New York. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play from Boosted Games. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Don't forget about all the props that are available on WinBet for the big game, the Super Bowl. The best part? You can build your own bet to create a prop-focused same-game parlay for the big game. Be on the lookout for WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will be better odds on WinBet, giving way a larger payout opportunity. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $10 and win $200. Download, bet, win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning today. You can also build your own player prop, same game parlay, like I mentioned for the big game over at WinBet. Aaron Donald to record a sack Los Angeles Rams to come from behind and win and Cooper Cup to have one receiving touchdown or score a touchdown is at plus 400 a scoreless quarter in the match under 48 and a half points Rams money line and Cooper Cup first touchdown score comes in at 14 to 1 and also a D gent only the Los Angeles Rams to cover the spread of four and a half. Cam Akers to score the first touchdown. Jamar Chase to have more than 105 receiving yards. And Joe Burrow to pass for more than 230 yards comes in at 40-1. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at wynnbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where play through win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. There are never enough things to gamble on and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. Best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play amongst others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security you might be as well as giving away your private data in to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why we over at SGPN use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypted 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, and communications, browsing history, and more to more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP IPvanish. IPvanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is take, tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You only not even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back with the brand-rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com/sgp and use promo code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IP. B-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash S-G-P. All right, coming off of the break, Will, let's get into these player props for tonight, man. We've been having some pretty good weeks. I think we've been gone four and two, five and one over the past couple weeks here. So let's, let's keep this momentum going into tonight uh, in the NBA. I'm going to give you the floor first, man. What's your first player prop for tonight, bro?
1: Now, th- this player, the last... uh Couple of weeks has been doing this thing, and, and especially the last couple games. I got to go with DeMar DeRozan yep. tonight over a game that's going to definitely be a, a shootout. Um, it's going to be up and down. It's a, The total right now is set at 241. You got Minnesota coming into Chicago. So I like DeMar DeRozan and go over 28 and a half points. The last couple games, I mean, even with uh, Zach Levine being in there. He's been um he's just been scoring at will and doing his thing and also providing some uh, some assists and rebounds. So DeMar DeRozan is that guy that um is gonna definitely get you 30 or more points. Uh so far this month, he's he's gotten 29, 28, 31, 45, 38, and 36, right? So out of those six games, there's only been one game he hasn't gotten over 28 and a half points. So I definitely like him to to go up against uh Minnesota which uh, doesn't really have uh an interest in playing uh, defense or stopping anybody um to go ahead and um and, and hit that number easily.
0: Yeah, like you mentioned um DeMar DeRozan has been absolute tear for the uh Chicago Bulls all throughout the season, man, but especially in the month of like, like you just mentioned, in the month of February alone, he's averaging 34 and a half points per game. And right now, the number is what, 28 and a half, you said, uh, Will? Yep, yep. Yeah. And, and I think they've played what six games so far here in the month of uh, February. And he's gone over this number in five out of the six games. So, and it, it hasn't even been like marginally like we, okay. One game he had 29, but other game, the last three games, like you mentioned, 36, 38, 45, and the amount of points or the book is projecting what the total is set at tonight at 241 and a half, we're expecting this to be a shootout. And again, when we're talking a lot about these player props, especially scoring props, this is a guy that's getting up to shot volume, right? And he's averaging 23 shot attempts in the month of February. He's averaging close to 40 minutes per game. So it fits in right, to, right into that recipe. Again, we're going to go over. I also had this play as well, um, but I'll give another play out as well. So I'm co-signing this as well here for DeMar DeRozan. Another thing for uh, DeMar DeRozan will that he gets to the free throw line. He, I think that's kind of an underrated part of his game that, Over the last, or at least in the month of February so far, he's averaging 9.3 attempts per contest uh, from the free throw line, and he's making eight of those. He's shooting about close to 86% from the free throw line. So I do love that uh, for DeMar DeRozan here tonight, um, hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, For my first player prop, I'm going to go over to that Cleveland Cavaliers in the Indiana Pacers game. I'm going to go with Jared Allen, points and rebounds. Over 27 and a half, and I think this number is a little uh conservative. Um, it's based on what Jared Allen has done not only all throughout the season but was able to do against his Pacers team. And these two teams just did match up um, on February 6th, which I believe was over the weekend. And in 31 minutes, he had 15 points and 17 rebounds against uh, the Indiana Pacers. And Pacers, we know about the trades that they made with uh, the Kings, with Daman Sabonis headed out, um, Karis LeVert to Cleveland. This might be a game where we might see a revenge factor from Karis LeVert here tonight, but I I do like Jared Allen to grab rebounds uh, and and get some easy baskets because his Indiana Pacers interior defense has not been great uh, over the last seven days um, for the um, against opposing centers, I should say. Opposing centers over the last um, seven days are averaging twenty six point six points, shooting sixty percent from the field, and they're giving up an average of twenty two point three rebounds to that center position. So, I'm looking for Jared Allen to have a big game um, against the Indiana Pacers here tonight. And if we kind of just look at what he's been able to do over the past several games here, um, regardless of the opponent who kind of had that same um, lack of defense inside against the Spurs. you had 15 and 14 against the Indiana Pacers, like I mentioned, 15 and 17, but against the Charlotte Hornets, who again, don't have that interior defense, 29 points and 22 rebounds in that game alone. So Jared Allen, I'm going to go points and rebounds over 27 and a half tonight against the Indiana Pacers, man.
1: Listen, I, I love that plan. I actually had uh, Jared Allen um, on, on, as one of my picks as well, just for the rebound um, side of it. But like you said, to, to your point, just a, a couple of games ago, they did go up against Indiana. And at that time, uh, Sabonis was on the team, right? So now that he's not on the team, that just means that Jared Allen's going to have more more uh, opportunities in there. Right? Because I don't think that um, anybody on the Indiana Pacers team is going to be able to pretty much stop Jared Allen. So He's um, you know, he's another person at that that's able to get to the free throw um, uh, to the free throw line and yeah. and last game he he had nine attempts although he only made five of them but still you know he got to the free throw line nine times right mm-hmm. so yeah. and he still came away with fifteen points so yeah. I like that number and I definitely like the rebound number for tonight especially with us uh, some bonus not being there and them not having like a, a viable option to stop Jared Allen from doing pretty much anything that he wants to do.
0: Yeah, you could play this both ways. For say points and rebounds, or if you join to rebounds alone, that's at eleven and a half at minus one twenty here tonight. So uh, a couple of ways to play the Jared Allen prop here tonight. Uh, well, let's get to your next player prop, bro. What do you got?
1: All right, so we just talked about um, you know, one of the um, the I think one of the best trades that that, were, that was made with Derek Wright going out to um, to Boston. So tonight I'm looking at the uh, the game uh, San Antonio visiting Atlanta Hawks, and I like Keldon Johnson to go over 15 and a half points. Now that, uh, you know, we know that uh, John C. Murray is out there and then he's pretty much uh, every single night a threat to either Hit a double double or triple double, right? But he does yeah. um he does dish this dish, dish the ball a lot. So I like Keldon Johnson to go ahead and pick up some of his um, scoring there. Yeah. And his number to me is pretty low at 15 and a half. So I like him to go over that number tonight, which is another team in Atlanta, which um, they do give up a lot of points um to the opposing team. And um, you know, Keldon Johnson right now, the last game he had 18 points, and um just there's only been one game out of four that he hasn't um gotten to the to the sixteen point mark but by a large margin, right? Um, Mm -hmm. February 1st, 21 points. February 1st, 4th, 28 points. And then just a um, a couple of nights ago, um, 18 points. So i I like him to to definitely hit that
0: number tonight. Yeah, the handicap you said there about Derek White now being shipped out uh, to Boston, that's going to open up opportunities for some of these younger guys, especially a guy like Kelvin Johnson. And like you mentioned over his last two games, 28 points against the Rockets, 18 against the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's also, you know, played significant minutes or three out of the last four games, at least in the month of February, 35 minutes, 34 minutes, 33 minutes. Also, again, another guy that's getting shot volume. He got 21 shots up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. He got 17 up against the Rockets. Even in that Miami game, he was able to get up 12 uh, shot attempts. And even against, you know, Golden State on the first, he got up 10 shots. And was very efficient from the field, eight of 10 from the field. Um 80%. He's shooting 35.7% uh, from the three point line. So, you know, yeah, you're right on this at that. You're in a buy low situation here until the market kind of catches up um, for uh, Keldon Johnson here. I like that. Um, for my next player prop, I'm going to stay in. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to stay in the same game here uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers in the Indiana Pacers. And I'm going to go Tyrese Halliburton over six and a half assist here tonight for the Pacers. I think this is his first start here for the Pacers. It's a little juiced at minus uh, 140, but we saw what Tyrese Halliburton was able to do, racking up the assist when De'Aaron Fox in Sacramento was injured. He stepped in, he was almost getting double digit assist every single night for this squad. And um, you know, Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, defense, you know, they don't have, uh, Darius Garland out there right now. So they're, they're, they're having to go with their backups. They're allowing around 5.5 assists over the last seven games here. But I think this is a spot where Tyrese Halliburton just comes out and just plays angry basketball for getting traded. Um, so I think there's a discounted number here for Tyrese Halliburton at six and a half. And I'm trying to pull up his game log here. Um, let me see if I can find it. It's probably still under Sacramento, but, um, I mean, Halliburton, I think this is a, has been another trade that kind of happened in the NBA, which I think is a huge pickup for the Indiana Pacers. Um, and if they're able to keep Malcolm Brogdon around, him and Tyrese Halliburton, I think are going to be excellent uh a part of the future and kind of trying to rebuild this team. Um, all the season quickly, um, Halliburton is averaging 7.4 assists. Last game against the OKC Thunder, racked up 17 assists. Um, and against – I think they've already played the Pacers this season has Tyrese Halliburton. I'm trying to pull up the number. I think that was the game where De'Aaron Fox was able to go. He didn't have any assists in that game, but I'm, I'm banking on him to have a big night here in his uh, debut for the uh, Indiana Pacers, man.
1: Listen, we, we didn't talk about him um, earlier, but I think that was – um that was a confusing trait to me. I just don't understand why Sacramento got rid of him. I thought he, he was – you know, he was pretty much one of the bright spots right behind uh, um, Fox out yeah. there. Right. So I don't, I don't know why they got rid of him. They, you know, obviously there's some other things that, that's going on behind the scenes that, that the, the public doesn't know. Um, but I just don't, don't understand why um, that move was made. And I do think that Indiana did get the. Uh, the best, yeah. The best.
0: Yeah. I mean that, that pickup for, for, for the Pacers is looking good for Tyrese Halliburton, but I also discovered the fact that Sabonis, if he pans out for this uh, Kings team, uh, him in the post, because they didn't really have lack of scoring or they had lack of scoring with the, before Sabonis got there, uh, him and uh, De'Aaron Fox, I think that that's a pretty good starting point to kind of rebuild your roster. So uh, definitely love this pickup for both teams, actually. Um, but, you know, it was a bit of a head scratcher that they got rid of Tyrese Halliburton just after, I think, what, one and a half seasons here. Um, but, you know, I'm definitely a Halliburton fan. Uh, Will, let's get to your last player prop, man. What do you got?
1: You know, we were both on the Jared Allen. And I was actually going with uh, Jared Allen over 11 and a half rebounds, but I got another one. I'm going to go ahead and um, going to go with in the same game that we you just touched on with uh, Cleveland at Indiana Pacers. I'm going to go with Chris Duarte, my yeah, Dominican yeah. brother out there, man, in uh, in, <laughs> in in Indiana. Um, 15 and a half points for tonight. Again, uh, Malcolm Bro- Brogdon is out for tonight, so it's going to pretty much be him, and we'll see what they get out of um, Halliburton, but. Just a couple of of games ago, he was able to put up uh, over 20 points. So I think he's going to be able to do more of the same because they don't have a lot of options out there um, in in Indiana. So that, that, that number right there is looking pretty nice at 15 and a half.
0: Yeah, again, like you mentioned, with no Darius Garland, we got the news before we started recording that he is going to be out for another game. So now it's time. It's going to be the Chris Duarte and Tyrese Halliburton show here tonight for the Indiana Pacers. And you know, Duarte was a guy early on in the season that we were really backing, um, especially uh, you know coming in those first couple games in the season. He was just uh, dropping buckets and scoring points for the uh, Indiana Pacers. And kind of looking at Cleveland's defense over the past couple games here against the shooting guard, or sorry, the point guard. Position they're given about twenty-two point two points per game uh, to that position, not big there. But I think the the thing that's going to kind of stick out for Chris Duarte tonight is going to be the amount of minutes that he's going to be able to play uh, for the Indiana Pacers again because of the injuries that they're dealing with. Um, in one game this season against the Caps, he did put up twenty-two points. Um, so I think that continued success. And again, last game he had twenty-five against the uh, Atlanta Hawks. So. Um, definitely like this number for Chris Duarte to get over 15 and a half at even money. Uh, well, um, for my last player prop, I'm going to go back to that Chicago bulls and the Minnesota Timberwolves game. We'll go with a rebounding prop here. I'm going to go Nikola Vucevic over. Um, let me see if I can get that updated number uh, 12 and a half at even money. Um, this is another fade for me. Uh, as far as the interior defenses of some of these teams, I took him when they played the, Charlotte Hornets the other night, I think he finished with fifteen rebounds in that game. And for the Minnesota Timberwolves at that center position, they're allowing opposing uh, defenses to. Let me see here. Uh, They're only allowed seven point six, but I think more so at that power forward position where he's kind of manning that center, they're giving up twelve point eight. And I think that you know the the rebounding has improved, and it's starting to look like. The form that, you know, he was with when he was was with when the Orlando Magic, where it was like an automatic double-double, getting like 20 points, 15 rebounds a night, uh, was Nikola Vucevic. So, um, you know, over this past couple games here, rebounding-wise, he's had, uh, let me see here, he had 15, like I mentioned, sorry, 16 against the Hornets. 12 against the uh, Phoenix Suns, going back to against the Pacers. He had 17 against the Raptors, 18, 12 against the Magic, 14 against the Trailblazers. You can kind of see where I'm getting at that. Um, you know, Vucevic looks like he's back at the, the rebounding prowess that we've seen when he was with the Orlando Magic. So I'm going to take that uh, over 12 and a half here tonight at even money for Nikola Vucevic rebounds.
1: overplay at this in this game i mean again the total is set at 241 man so i mean yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty much i don't think anybody should take unders in any player proper this <laughs> game but definitely the, which is just like you said i mean he does his thing man and it's just going to be a game where he's going to be going up um we know that um anthony towns is going to get his in and then also um on the other
0: side yeah 100 man all right let's uh, do this well let's come back let's take uh, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll identify our best bets uh, for this NBA Friday night schedule for our player props. And then we'll wrap it up with any final thoughts. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. We're brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sport and esport app for player props. With Thrive Fantasy, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 of the 20 available player props to build your lineup for the Bengals versus the Rams. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both over and under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive Fantasy has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game that is a $25 to enter, and first place takes home $20,000. Use promo code SGP when you sign up and receive a 100% instant deposit match on your first deposit of up to $100. That's promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Deposit $10 or more and receive the deposit match plus two free 100,000 contract entries Download the Thrive Fantasy app on the App Store and Google Play Store or by visiting their website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Plus, we're brought to you by Prop Swap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The only thing that's more exciting than watching the NFL playoffs is Prop Swapping the NFL playoffs. January was PropSwap's biggest month ever as bettors from across the country cashed in on their Super Bowl futures. Like Jamie from New York who sold a $100 25 to 1 Bengals Super Bowl ticket for $1000. The buyer got great odds and Jamie made 10 times his money. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and a red hot tickets for sale. A loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports betters on PropSwap, where America buys and sell sports bets. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. The fantasy season may be over, but action is still coming in on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their pl- their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money along the way for charity. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and using them to place your bet. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. And last but certainly not least, the SGPN app is offering a 100000 Super Bowl prop contest. Go 10-0 with the Super Bowl props and win $100,000 only exclusively on the SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our free picks and podcasts like this one. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into these best bets for tonight. Will, I'll give you the floor first, my man. Who is your uh, best bet for tonight? Uh, NBA player prop.
1: Sticking with that game that we got a couple plays in tonight, um, you and I, that Minnesota at Chicago. And I like uh, DeMar DeRozan to go over 28 and a half points for tonight.
0: Yeah, I love that, man. Again, two, we talked about this numerous times 241 and a half points being scored. Uh, or sorry, projected in the as a total for this game. So we should see a lot of points being scored, especially DeMar DeRozan has been on a tear for the uh, Chicago uh, Bulls all season long, and especially over the past month here, um, uh, where he's been scoring 38-45 for the Bulls. So love that play. Um, for me, I'm going to go over to that Cavs game and the Pacers game. I'm going to go with Jared Allen. Points and rebounds over 27 and a half. I think this number is a tick too low. Uh, definitely hop on it now and I may be on the move. Uh, but again, these guys has been a rebounding machine all season long. There are no interior defense for the Indiana Pacers. so I think that he should have some success here tonight against this Pacers team. So I uh, do love uh, Jared Allen points and rebounds over 27 and a half. That's going to bring us to the end of the uh, NBA propcast for this week, man. It's been an absolute crazy week. So many uh, things happening again with the big game, the Super Bowl, and and you know the NBA trade deadline. So it's been definitely a lot of fun discussing everything that's been happening. Will um, I told you I'm gonna get your prediction? I hope you finally come to a a, a decision here. Give me your um, prediction, man. Give me a final score, and also throw you a, who you think the is gonna win the MVP to.
1: Man, final score. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty to 24 los angeles rams all right and i think that uh and i think that uh that matthew is gonna go ahead and um i think matthew is gonna win the mvp he's a uh, much deserving of that you know after those uh horrible horrible years that he spent in uh, in detroit right since he uh graduated out of uga and i think that um obj is gonna um get into the end at
0: least once oh yeah i like that man yeah obj i think he scored a touchdown in every single playoff game so far for the uh for the Rams. So yeah, definitely. I do like that anytime touchdown. I'm going to, see if I can look that up for OBJ, but yeah, I'm on the same boat with you, man. I think the Rams get it done here. I went 24, 21 Rams in this game. Mm. Uh, I think that the Bengals may cover the spread. Uh, they're starting to move towards four to maybe even three and a half, but I just think the Rams to get the outright victory here um, uh, in their home stadium, they went all in. I've said this, that they've traded away a lot of draft picks. They, they, they got in Matthew Stafford. They brought in Vaughn Miller, um, you know, they, they brought in Jalen Ramsey last season, you have the best defensive player in the game in Aaron Donald. So I think, um, I think the Rams should get it done here with Sean McVay, uh, leading the way here for this Rams team, uh, to hoist the, uh, Lombardi trophy on Sunday. Um, that's going to do it for this week, man. It's been a crazy week. Will, uh, any final thoughts, brother, and, uh, let the people know where they can find you, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, there's going to be, um, like again, we got a lot of good games tonight. We got 11 games tomorrow, you know, leading up to Super Bowl Sunday. So it's going to be definitely a fun field uh, weekend of uh, sports all around. Yeah. And yeah, you guys find me on Twitter at opinions underscore and also contributor
0: for uh, SGPN on uh, SGPN.com. Yes, sir. So definitely check out Will on our website. Uh, you know, he's starting to drop some articles, NBA, he did the fantasy work as well. I know the fantasy football pod is going to be still grinding out in the off season, so you know the fantasy stuff never stops. So head over to the website sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You'll find uh, Will's articles as well as all of our contributors um, for the for the network. And also, last but not least, and the last time I'm going to say this, guys, make sure to get into the free one hundred thousand dollar contest happening exclusively on the SGP and app. Um, you have to be in the app if you don't have it already. Make sure to download on the App Store, the Google Play Store. It's a black and red logo. Um, hop into the contest. If you go 10-0, you will receive $100,000 courtesy of SGPN. So make sure to hop in there for sure. With that being said, guys, good luck this weekend. I know a lot of stuff happening with like 11 NBA games tomorrow, UFC. We have golf all weekend, obviously the big game on Sunday. So bed responsibly. Have a good time. Be safe out there. And last but not least, let's break these books off and let it ride.